Welcome to the Staples Connect Podcast Recording Studio. You're listening to Be Happy, Be Heard, produced by the Law Lapitas Company. Happiness is everywhere, but sometimes we all need a little help finding it. Today's special guest is Vladimir Lusant, a non-union VO talent based out of the Boston area. He's proud to be a first-generation Haitian-American and is fluent in both English and Haitian Creole. His life journey so far has taken him across many interests and disciplines, including fitness, wellness, and even law enforcement. Welcome, Vladimir Lusant. And I know it's taken you into a whole... I mean, you've done so many things. I know you're a personal trainer, and I know you have a profession in law enforcement, and you're working towards voiceover, and it's like you're so multifaceted, multi-talented. Talk to us a little bit about, um, well, you're, you're, you're doing your thing every day, right? You're working every day, and you're, where, where, what's your life like? What's a day in the life of Vladimir like as you're mm. in the pursuit of happiness? No, definitely. I, I think... You know, day in the life for me is like this. I usually wake up around 6 o'clock, and I actually dedicate that first half hour to me. Um, I'm a big proponent recently for meditation. I love to meditate. I need to center myself every day in order for me to be uh, proactive, in order for me to be efficient at what I do. Mm -hmm. um, and so I do that. You know, I, I work from home, actually. You know, a shout out to the pandemic. It's been <laughs> making things a little different. But, um, you know, I work from home, and right now uh, the unit that I'm working in in law enforcement is – just background investigation, so I'm doing most of that, um, which can't say it's terribly interesting. You come across some interesting things, though. Um, what does that mean, though? What is what 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 would that entail? Doing well, that line of work, it's you're we're looking at people who are applying for any like they're applying for contracts, more specifically uh, for some companies, and you know we look at the their drivers, we look at their business documents. So it's a lot of just administrative work that mm. we do. Mm -hmm. um, it's not terribly exciting. But mm -hmm. it, it is very, it hones in on your organizational skills. Right, right? And right. so I have grown to love Excel spreadsheets. I didn't think I'd ever <laughs> fall in love with Excel. That's a first. I haven't heard that <laughs> one before. <laughs> Woo. Yeah, I mean, I don't think I'd ever, I, didn't, I never thought I'd tell you that I love Excel, but now yeah. I do. Um, well, that's because we're close. We can share those kinds of things. Oh, yeah. You know, Excel oh, yeah. programs. Yeah. There we go. No, I, I, think, I think it's the, you know, and I, I do that and, in between, you know, when I can, working from home has allowed me to do some voiceover work on my breaks. Mm -hmm. uh, and then after work, I dedicate, you know, the three or four hours I, I can to either just fiddling around with Audacity or with Pro Tools and applying to different work. You know, um, it's a lot of fun. That's exciting. Fun. Yeah. That's very exciting. And I know at one point you were also a trooper. Is yeah, that correct? That's true. A state trooper. And in that type of life, in that type of lifestyle, um, how did how did you feel about you know that challenge waking up in the morning and going out and doing that line of work? I mean, what was your mindset? I would say the mindset really started in the academy, where our training days would start at five thirty, whether we wanted them to or not. <laughs> okay, um, and that within itself was so unique of an experience. You know, living with three hundred some odd other people and doing the same thing, training together, growing together, and learning together. It's it's. It was an experience. But getting after, uh, getting past that, um, it was, you know, the mentality I always had is what can I do to, to serve somebody else best today? Because really that's what we're, that's what state troopers do. Uh, and ideally that's what law enforcement does. Uh, mm -hmm. We go out there every day and we, we put on that uniform and we're people too. You know, we go out there and uh, we try to do our best, you know, whether it's helping, some, help, helping somebody on the side of the road sure. or it's delivering a baby 
uh, mm-hmm. or you know, giving someone directions. Uh, Ooh, that's interesting. Delivering a baby. I didn't expect to hear that one. Yeah, well, I, I never personally had to do that. <laughs> I, I'd always leave the house saying, "Lord, please, <laughs> please, no baby, don't let it happen to oh, me." I'm just gonna sit there and stare and scream and, and, and <laughs> scream sh- encouraging things and motivational quotes. Oh, but I, 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 I don't oh know my what that's goodness. like. So oh my goodness, though yeah. you know it brings up an interesting thought to me, like this idea of if you are a person in uniform, as many people are across industry. Um, how do you find your authentic self, your authentic voice? What, in other words, what separates you um, in, in your identity? of how you move through the world because you're part of this collective mission this 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 you know important group exercise of communal response but then there's the individual there's this person and personality right, that right. is you which I, I hope people can can see Vladimir at some point he's so bright and sunshiny <laughs> oh, and positive <laughs> right um, how do you do that how do you find that authentic voice within you um, in uniform. Well, I think something I've realized, Law, um, is that being in that profession, you have to have a strong sense of self, right? Mm. And that strong sense of self, with this, which is comprised of your spiritual beliefs, your ideologies, your philosophies in life, mm. that is what is going to make or break you as a law enforcement officer because it is so easy in this profession, like in any other, to get swept up with the collective politics and the norms, and there's a, there's a culture. You know, mm-hmm. if, if anyone's ever wondering what that is like, there's a definite strongly bound culture that exists within law enforcement, almost this understanding of an experience that we all have. Mm. I went to D.C., uh, was it 2019, so over two years ago, just a little mm-hmm. over, uh, for National Police Week, and it was just it was phenomenal. But having that experience with all these different law enforcement officers, men, women of different colors, different backgrounds, even from different countries, I saw police from Colombia. Wow. Yeah, they police in Colombia. Very cool. That's, that's really cool. So, you know, it's it's your personality that's got to shine through. Not no two law enforcement officers are the same. Just like no two voiceover artists are the same. Very or true. Or two personal trainers are the same. Very true. So very true. And now you're st- really studying, uh, working with us on voiceover technique, which yeah. is exciting. And as everyone hears, he's got the voice of we call it the VOG, the voice of God, <laughs> which is like the voice, right? The movie trailer voice. Well, I've been working on my <laughs> my movie trailer voice. Oh, delicious. Absolutely fantastic. What what are your, your goals for voiceover at this uh, point? I have many. Uh-huh. I have many. I know you and I have talked about in recent times mm-hmm. um, of some of my next goals. Uh, so since I've been in voiceover, I had I have sub-goals, right? So uh, one of the first things I wanted to do was just, there's this a uh, motivational podcast. Uh, and so when I became when I came to you and we started coaching and working together, I'm like, I got to be a part of that. I got to do that, all right? And, yeah. and so I did. And so really my first sub goal was to just become a voice on that con- on that track on that album and it's happened. So you had a real mission in mind. I did. When you came in and yeah. it happened. And it happened. Wait, wait, tell us about that. What happened? So I believe in the power of persistence, right? So I remember the first time I reached out to them via email. I had no idea what I was doing, right? So I'm like, I'm just going to reach out to them. I'm going to do that today. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. I reached out to them and said, "Hey, I want to be a part of your team." They're like, "Okay, mm-hmm. can you send us a, a demo of your work?" Mhm. And I you said, can I? <laughs> you, you, you actually want to hear me speak? <laughs> okay, mm-hmm. I didn't think I'd get this far. I'm, not, mm-hmm. I'm honestly not prepared for this. And so I kind of just let that fall to the wayside. I'm like, I don't know how to do that. I don't even have a microphone. Mm-hmm. Second time around, I send them a, um, 
actually sent him my commercial demo mm-hmm. and said, hey, you know, I know I've reached out to you before. Here's my commercial mm-hmm. demo. Here's, a, here's an example of what I can do. And we made that together. And we made that right? together. We collaborated. Oh, it was so what, much fun. How did they react to that? They didn't actually react. They didn't and say it, anything. What did they do? So I was a little confused. I'm like, wait a minute. Now, so, so then I had to challenge myself and said, maybe they're not listening to me. Maybe they're, they're not hearing me and imagining what my voice can be like mm-hmm. in a motivational sense. So then mm-hmm. I just came up with a freestyle in my head of, you know, I don't know, just thoughts, ideologies. And I recorded it and I figured out how to balance it on the audio. And I sent it to him one more time. And I said, listen, I'm not giving up. So <laughs> it's either you or me. All right. Somebody mm-hmm. we're, we're going to give, I'm going to be part of your team and this is going to happen. And it did. And, <sighs> um, and that was just my one goal. And I'm glad that I did that. I recorded a few tracks for them. Great. Um, but Great. you know, I've been part of voices.com. I've been doing my thing. And I have always, since I've wanted to do voices, be voice a character. Um, or do a narration. It kind of evolved as I started getting involved with auditions and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would love to. I would love to be on an animation. That's an animation. your next. That's your next fish to fry. I mean, that that's that's next. what we have to work towards. Yep, for or, sure. Or a nice little, you know, I don't know, like a, a nice Discovery Channel narration. You know, the men that talk over as they graze. <laughs> you know. Watch the lion jump over the... Pr- like, I, yeah, I, I you have a stuff. lot of potential in all of these genres. What's your favorite so far? I've been really popular with the uh, the self-help videos. I actually did... My last job was for a... Uh, I think it was for... I forgot what company. It was a car company. Mm-hmm. And I thought to myself, you know, they give you a sample of what you've got to audition, and I auditioned, and I got it. I'm like, oh, that's not going to be so bad, right? Nice. And it ended up being about nine pages of copy. Ooh. And I was like, wow, that's... Didn't exactly budget for that. Yeah, <laughs> you know? that's intense. And I was actually right in the, my wife and I were in the middle of moving. So I still had our walk-in closet. So I'm sitting mm. here. It took me maybe about half an hour to get all that copy into Word, to decipher it, to highlight it, do all the things that we do, the beats and verbs, everything that I've learned in mm-hmm. working. And then I got to I gotta bring it to life. And so I, I, that seems to be my thing. I, I think a lot of people um, that hear my voice and all my additions, they they kind of pick me for that. That and, you know, the high stream voice studio that you hear on the radio like mm-hmm. this. Mm-hmm. You know? I am so proud of you. What a protege. I mean, my gosh, you came in. Ah. You came into the studio when? Was it a year ago? Yeah. Or it was, so? I think it was about last spring. And look at you. Yeah. You're working. You are working. Yeah. You, you are know, working it. I've got to be easy on mm-hmm. myself. A lot of our success is about habits that we create and we sustain. Right. And we choose, right? We have a, a choice in those habits. What are one or two habits that you have created in your lifetime, whether it was from law enforcement or personal training, which is a huge discipline Mm. um, that lends itself to your new career and to your life that we can pick up and follow. I would definitely say whether it be exercise. I mean, I've always been a strong opponent for exercise. I was an athlete in high school. I played rugby. I don't know how I got, and I wrestled in rugby and, mm. and I played a little bit in high school and college rather. And then I got into the bodybuilding thing. So exercise has always been a strong proponent of my life. Um, and it's really gotten me through some tough times, you know? mm. so, um, some very difficult uh, tragedies and some difficult trauma that I've had to overcome. And I think that's what really drives me. And so it gives me a sense of self-preservation. You've mm-hmm. been through a lot mm. um, as we always, you know, the, the folks that, you know, you've been through a lot, you, you've got to have a way to persevere, right? And yes. for me, it's exercise, it's centering, it's meditation, it's ever growing, right? Mm. It can be going to the gym and and doing five sets of squats like I did yesterday. My legs hurt, mm. or <laughs> it, it can be the 
the time that I, that I just honestly sometimes I just sit in the shower and I just put on my meditation tapes and I just sit there and I pretend I'm in a stream somewhere and in uh asia you know oh i like that i'm gonna um, try that right? yeah it's actually yeah, i'm gonna try you, that for you sure have a good imagination like you can get pretty far oh <laughs> with the, i yeah, love it with the human but you know uh so definitely centering myself is one of my bigger habits and honestly self-talk you know mm-hmm. um when i first met my wife she's like wow i've never met somebody that talks as much to themselves as you i'm like well here's the key i don't answer myself i just say things out loud okay I don't maybe you don't want to know the answer <laughs> right? that could be no. right but I, I, I do a lot give, of self-talk. Give us an example of what self-talk would sound like. Because, you know, a lot of folks think, well, if I talk to myself or even if I talk out loud, people are going to think I'm crazy. Right? <laughs> but I remember the days for actors, you know, in our industry, mm-hmm. uh, actors would walk around like in New York and they'd be on their way to an audition. They'd be talking out loud. Right, people would think right. they're nuts. They'd turn oh, yeah. around and think they're crazy. Now, not any more because everyone's on an iPhone. Everyone's mm-hmm. got something in their ears, right? Yeah. Um, but for you, for self-talk that's, that's motivational, that's pointed, that's specific, mm-hmm. what does that feel like and sound like? And can we practice that? Oh yeah, I mean, I can I can give you an example of I can give you two separate examples. One, for example, every time I walk into an audition, and I'm looking at it, I'm looking at the copy, and I'm putting and I'm opening up my software. I'm like, okay, Vlad, does this sound like you? It sounds like you, yeah. This and so then I'll record something, and mm-hmm. oftentimes what I'll do is I'll record something and I'll stop the track and I'll listen to it. And I'm like, nah, nah, it's not happening, kid. We're not doing that. Okay, right. let's, let's go back and let's let's try to bring let's go to another approach. I, I do that. I go to the gym and say, all right, Vlad, like, this is it. Like, all right. Be be soft on yourself a little bit. Like, just give yourself a little bit of room. Because my biggest, I think my pet peeve for myself that I always do is I'm so hard on myself. Mm. And and we all kind of are. I think right. we all are. When you're when you're so dedicated to being successful and you just, you just want to get to where you want to get to so bad, you just... You get so hard on yourself. Yeah. And I think that's what I, yeah. it's, it's helped me get this far. Yeah, right? go easy on yourself. But Take it easy. You got to give yourself yeah. some slack. Give yourself a break. Yeah. I can't help but thinking that all of these wonderful careers that you've had and that you're developing now have a common thread. Hmm. Do you see that? Do you see that there's a real common thread in all of those? Yeah, like, I think so. You know, I'm stringing them. I'm still kind of stringing them all together, you know. Um, and I realized, something I did realize yesterday or in many days is that I'm still young. You know, I still have a lot of time and energy to give, um, mm-hmm. but everything that I've done thus far, whether it be law enforcement, personal training, wellness consultant, uh, I worked for DCR, I was a garbage man, like I was everything, mm. right? And then one thing I've learned in that every one of those professions, I went in trying to give something to somebody, mm-hmm. trying to elicit a feel, trying to elicit a feeling. And it's because, you know, honestly, I'm I'm all about positivity. You know, mm. I'm, not, I'm imperfect. Some days I'm like, man, this day just, this, this day's just not popping. And mm-hmm. I say it down like that. Like, yeah. This day is not popping. Yeah. But other days I'm like, no, this day is great. Yeah, so, but it sounds like you, you've developed that little seed, that kernel, yeah. that you can switch. You can turn it right, like actors do, right? Turn it right on and have that positivity. Beam up. It's there. And now thinking about another. Thinking about someone else. You've got to believe it. What can it. I do for someone? Exactly. And you've right? got to believe it. When you believe in what you do, it's the only feel you'll ever need. Yeah. Take so. the onus off you. Yeah. Right? Take the attention off you. Yeah. Right? They get away from that, whether it's intentional or unintentional, get away from the narcissistic mm-hmm. mindset of I must be focused on myself all day long. Right. And right. really think about, right, who the audience is. Yeah. And you have many audiences. You have oh. different audiences that are very unique. 
sometimes I, I, I get lost in it. I'm like, all right, Vlad, are you the motivational speaker today? Are you the voiceover artist? Are you the state? Tr- like, what, yeah, you what, play what, a lot of roles. Are you the program director? Are you the youth mentor? Yeah, what are wear you? Wear a today? lot of hats. Right. Yeah. And so yeah, I'm trying to focus on those, on, on a few. And like I said, my, my end goal is to use my voice as a living. That is going to be it. You know, um, and that's a part of finding my purpose. And I think we all have one. We Each and every one of us have one. So uh, I think I'm in a, on a good track. And uh, I feel excited. No and pun intended. You're no on a great intended. track. I am on a great track You're, right now. I'm a, and I'm amazed that I'm catching you, what it, whatever it is, a year later from when you stepped in our studio and I met you to now how much you have accomplished, how much you have achieved. It just goes to show you that, you know, you, you kind of become what you want to become. Yeah, in a lot of ways, gotta put it self-fulfilling out there. prophecy. You got to put it out there. It can happen positively. It can happen negatively. Mm-hmm. And you might as well go to positive route because what's the worst that can happen? You fail. Yeah. You try again. I know. And that right? four, the four letter word of fail just scares everyone to death. But oh, yeah. every entrepreneur knows anyone who's doing anything on their own knows, of course, everything isn't going to work out. Of oh, course, yeah. you're not going to get every job. Of course, mm-hmm. not everyone's going to be happy. That would be ridiculous to think yeah, that that I mean, would be true. Yeah. I mean, I couldn't tell you how many times, even from when I was doing the fitness thing, I'm like, all right, Vlad, more self-talk. All right, Vlad, you're going to go in there. We're going to bench press 330 pounds. Today. <laughs> let's do it. Mm. I had 315 last week. Mm. Let's do it. And you get there, and you lift the bar up and it just doesn't happen. You're like, all right, well, there's always next week. <laughs> you know, It happens. And my personal record, by the way, just in case anybody out there is wondering, is 350 pounds. But Mm, I may never Mm. get there again. Maybe I will. I've got, I think the most recently was last year Mm. at some point. I'll leave you with this question. Mm. What is the most successful moment in each of these careers? Mm. Wow. And it could be just very minute and detailed. It doesn't have to be winning a trophy. It could be just something that clicked in you one day that said, wow, that... That really meant something to me and to someone else. Let's see. I'll I'll choose three out of I don't know how many jobs I've had at this point. Out of a hundred, no. kind of, <laughs> like losing track here. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I used to be a program director in the city of Cambridge, a team program director, uh, and that's where I, I was in charge of a, a youth center. Me and the center director, and mm-hmm. worked with teens between the ages of fourteen and nineteen. And there were days that I thought, and this was right before I went to the academy, right? And there were days that I thought, ugh. I just feel like everything I'm trying is just not getting through to these kids. They're just not listening to me. You know, I, I feel like it, nothing I say matters, you know, but I still try my best every day to, to encapsulate something in them and try to get them to see their own greatness so that they can get on the path they're meant to walk on, right? And years later now, you know, now that I'm in law enforcement, I have one of my young people uh, contact me and say, hey, Vlad, you know, I, I, I just want to thank you for everything that you did. I came out of the blue sky. I'm like, whoa. I haven't seen you in a couple of years. That's that's great. You mm-hmm. listen to me, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Uh, and he's like, yeah, and I, I just wanted to let you know that uh, I'm now, you know, in the process. I want to become a, a police officer myself for, for the city of Cambridge. I'm like, whoa. I'm like, wow. I didn't even realize that's where I, you were going with that. And if I could have motivated you to do that, then that's great. I don't take any responsibility for it. Um, but that was like one of those feel-good, full-circle mm. moments, right? And, and you don't realize the impact you're making on someone because they are not always articulating it or telling you at the time. In yeah. fact, a lot of times they don't even realize it until a year later or years later yeah. what you gave to them. Especially with young people, it's, you plant a seed and it takes time for that seed to grow. Mm-hmm. So we can't be, you can't personalize it. And I think that's what I've realized with, with that young person. I've never been so proud. <laughs> um, 
And, you know, my voiceover career has been, it's, it's been taken off just a little bit. Like, it's, I'm, I'm getting more traction a little bit. There's mm-hmm. plenty of room for me to grow in so many avenues I want to get to. Um, but the real magic for me has been when I work with clients on directed sessions, and they're just like, you know, like, yeah, like, this one client, some of them just say, hey, this is what we want. Can you say this? Can you read this? All right, good. Just send it to us, and we're good. But this one client said to me, she's like, yeah, I, I, I really, I, we chose you because you just, you just had so much life in your audition. Ooh, nice. And I said, I, I like to think that I'm alive sometimes, mm. <laughs> you know, but I'm like, I like that. And that's what I, that's really what I want to give. I want to bring this to life so that when someone's listening to it, I'm like, you know what, that just, I heard that narration today and it really made me feel good. Mm. You know, and it was a sustenance they heard. Yeah, there's a sustenance. A force there. they yeah, heard. Like a lasting effect on them. Yeah. That makes them, I don't know, maybe makes them want to get into voiceover. Makes them, maybe it makes them want to go up and do jumping jacks. <laughs> doesn't yeah. matter. Or maybe it makes them want to get up and have a great day. And have a great and day. And do the yeah. best that they can for their audience. Whatever you that know? means. And you inspired that. Yeah, you know what? I live to inspire. And you, know, you inspire um, a lot of people. Whether you know it or not, you inspire a lot of people. Well, Look so. how young you are. I mean, I can't believe you've had all these lives and all these careers. And what are you, 20, 25? 29. 29. I'll be, I'll be 30 in the... Positivity, be thy name, Vladimir. Mm. Yeah, I feel like that too. I mean, that was the theme. Yeah, and I learned that about him. You know, he's yeah. been our client for a long time. Mm-hmm. He's an amazing talent. Uh, he's amazing at everything. But I learned that the power of positivity really just is pervades everything in a really amazing way, in a really grand way. And the idea of, you know, self-giving, giving to others all the time and what that you know, what that brings back to you. Yeah, right? and, I, and I think also his self-talk, because if you talk to yourself in a positive manner, you know, I think that, that was really enlightening as well. Yeah, that's very interesting when you think about that. Yeah. You know? What I pulled was something a little bit different from the two of you. Uh, Vladimir has done a lot of stuff throughout his life, so he, he really embraced his uniqueness and his ability to put himself out there for pretty much everything. And that, mm. that's a very good takeaway for people who are listening to understand. But yeah. I also, yeah, that also, I think that also makes him a really good uh, voice actor too, because he has so many places to pull from being a police officer, personal trainer, all of that. He's everything. He's yeah. a Renaissance man, really you know, is. learning how to pull all of that together with a common theme, with a common mission and really being brave, right? Being courageous. Right. We have to be courageous in life. I mean, that's what we're called upon to do, to bring out the best in us. We just got to bring our stuff out there, but we got to be, you know, as Vlad said, soft on ourselves, not too hard on ourselves. Give yourself a break. Just know that you can try really hard at things. You can do the best work you can do, and you can still fall. You can still fail. That's okay. That's part of living in the world. That's part of who we are as human beings. If we didn't do that, we wouldn't learn anything, but stay centered. So the next time you have a case of the Mondays, go straight to your whiteboard, think about positivity, and write down your vision, and let that whiteboard turn into your vision board.
You have been listening to our Radio Play Production Performance and Educational Collaborative created and produced by Lollapitas Company, recorded at the beautiful Staples Connect Studio outside of Boston. If you're interested in learning about Radio Play Production and Performance, let us know by emailing us at lollapitascompany at gmail.com or check out our website at lollapitascompany.com. This unique and popular offering is available all online. You've been listening to Be Happy, Be Heard, produced by the Law Lapita Studio at the Staples Connect Podcast Recording Studio.